Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time together studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together and we hope that you will enjoy your time with us. All right. Well, we are <laughs> finishing up um, the book of Ruth today. We are wrapping things up. We are in chapter four, um, and Ruth has had a baby. With Boaz, they're married. Um, he has kinsmen redeemed them all, right? So nice. now we have um, at the middle of Ruth 4, actually it's kind of the end of Ruth 4. Um, then Ruth has a baby and they have said, like all of the women of the city have just rejoiced and they have heaped lavish amounts of praise onto um Boaz and onto Ruth because remember she's been declared better than seven sons. Um, and and, and now, hear that even today, Ruth and Boaz sitting in a tree. <laughs> Can you add us <laughs> oh wait, that's not too. from the Bible. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you're right. Sorry to interrupt that great intro. Sitting, they were sitting in the threshing floors. There you go. They, yeah. They no, were not, really. not That's smooching. That's not what they were doing. No. Well, there, was there would no have been smooching. a little smooching at some point. They got the baby. Not there until you after. <laughs> yes, but mm-hmm. not, oh, after. On the threshing not on not the threshing floor. After. All right. All right. <laughs> he has to redeem her first and marry her. Yes. 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 Well, we are going to read um, Ruth 4, verses 16 through 22. So, Terry, do you want to finish us out of Ruth today? You know what? You're going to have to hang on a second because I had Ruth 3 pulled up. And so it'll just take me a second. We can give you a second. Okay. Can you guys hear that funny sound right there? No? No. All I can mm-hmm. hear is the pounding of my heart because I was at the wrong spot. Oh, <laughs> oh Terry. Terry. Okay, now where do you want me to read? 16 to 22. Yes. 16 to 22. <clears throat> okay. Then Naomi took the child in her arms and cared for him. The women living there said, Naomi has a son, and they named him Obed. He was the father of Jesse, the father of David. So this is the genealogy of David. And this then is the family line of Perez. Perez was the father of Hezron. Hezron, the father of Ram. Ram, the father of Amminadab. Amminadab, the father of Nashon. Nashon, the father of Salmon. Salmon, the father of Boaz. Boaz, the father of Obed. I'm going to finish it out. Obed, the father of Jesse. Jesse, the father of David. Perfect. And many people might have thought, why are we actually needing to read all those names? And it was really, truly just to see Terry pronounce them all. <laughs> it's always the game. It's always the game. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm sorry. And being in the word of God. Darn. That too. Yeah. Yeah. It is that. And if you could see us, you would see that most of us like are kind of bouncing our heads along like so-and-so the father of so-and-so. Yes. And the father of so-and-so. <laughs> you did great, Terry. Yeah, we sure did. Yeah. 
Well done. So what is, speaking of like reading all of those names, like what's the, why? What's the significance of all of those? This is the line of Christ. There we go. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And it it comes after this. King David is in the line of Christ and then it goes on from there. And is it in Luke where you can find the rest of it? There's one in Matthew and one in Luke. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I wasn't sure which one it was, but um, which finishes this one up. Yes, I think um, Matthew at the beginning of Matthew. It's Matthew. Matthew? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. got it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so yeah. So we talk about um, that lineage, and obviously that's the lineage of Christ, but then the name of Obed, which is, I mean, because obviously there are people lots further back than just where we are now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the name Obed means serving, which is a foreshadow of Christ and the fact that he is coming as a servant. As a servant. Mm-hmm. Um, not a warrior, like many people thought he would come. Mm-hmm. Um, the Messiah would be a warrior, but he was not. He was a servant. So he took on the very nature of being human and of servitude, so humble, not mighty, not royal, not wielding a sword, um, but just a humble servant, really. Mm-hmm. You know, I, that's a key to me when I look at places that have leadership. Um, is the leadership acting like we have to serve the leadership, or does the leadership act like they are serving us? Like mm-hmm. if we're the ones on the front line, what is leadership doing to support us? Mm-hmm. To make sure we're um, given the tools that we need. Mm-hmm. Well, to me, we that yeah, yeah. I, but the, but it's also a humble position as a servant. You know, mm-hmm. are you there to serve the people? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I don't know. Just a key to me when I'm in that model where the person who's the lead is consistently asking the people, "What do you need? Are you okay? Mm-hmm. How can I support you?" I know I'm in a model that models after who Christ actually was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Just good clues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and Ruth was a um, perfect picture of humility. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she um, the way that she served Naomi. Mm-hmm. Um, right. She certainly didn't have to. She could have gone home to her parents and started over again with her own people. But she just said to Naomi, nope, I'm yours. We're in this together, lady. Mm-hmm. My tribe is your tribe, yeah. mm-hmm. which I think is pretty cool because remember I told you back a couple of episodes ago that some of the research I did said that Ruth had come from a noble Moabite family. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're going to, we saw later on in First um, Samuel that when David is kind of trying to figure out the call of God on his life, he goes to the king of Moab and says, hey, can my mother and father come and stay with you for a while? Mm -hmm. So there's still some relationship or an acknowledged relationship that exists between um, Jesse and David and the king of Moab. So I thought that was kind of a cool sort of segue. Mm -hmm. Um, So Ruth is not just some poor little farm girl. I think she was a somebody Um, and for her to be able to humble herself and serve Ruth or serve Naomi the way she did to leave all of that, her life, her people 
and go to Israel um, was pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. It shows an incredible level of humility. Absolutely. And then the fact that she was able to serve as a bridge to help repair those relationships between the Moabites and the Israelites is mm-hmm. pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. I think it speaks to a lot of um, Ruth's awareness around her. As she's growing up, she saw servants probably, and just her being able to see them mm-hmm. and see how they operated and what they did. And, and then you're right, just a character trait or just humility and kindness. So she was living and obviously raised in Moab where there were many, many gods and many um, different beliefs and that they did not know the one true God, but you can see just in her character and in her love of Naomi um, that God was with her even probably before she knew who God was, you know, because we know that he's there. Um, but she probably didn't have any exposure to any of, of the ways of God. Um, but it, I think it's evidence just of her, like Rosemary said, of her awareness of the people around her and her humility that um, I think God was working that in her from the very beginning. Yeah. yeah. And, well, and I think, you, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Terry. Do you think that um, their society maybe, <clears throat> excuse me, you know how so many of them are, um, have many gods. And, and even when they came to um, Corinth in the New Testament, there was a, a niche at the place where they kept their little statues of their gods. There was a, there was a place for the one God. And so do you think like they, they knew about God and he was, you know, one of the gods that they like maybe learned about or whatever, but just didn't um, embrace it fully? So maybe she was aware of that. And then when Naomi came and, and Ruth came into the family, then she really became aware aware of and invited into her life the one true God. Uh, that's just entirely possible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I yeah. think they would have been aware that Israel had their own God. Mm-hmm. You know, the Moabs probably, Moabites would have acknowledged that Israel had a God, right. that they mm-hmm. worshiped a God. So yeah, some awareness um, certainly a soft heart. We know how God is. He's always wooing us. You know, he, he's, he starts that process and he never gives up. So, yeah, to think that he prepared Ruth's heart yeah. all along, that he'd been wooing her and drawing her to himself, I think that we can pretty much bet that that's exactly what happened. So I also, time, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. By the time she met Naomi and her family, she had a receptive heart. And I also think this kind of speaks to Naomi's being a servant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She served Ruth. She cared for Ruth. She, you know, built her up, held her up, supported her, loved her. Both her and Orpa, you know, she mm-hmm. just was a model of a servant. Yeah. And how that really played out later in her life. Mm-hmm. Oh. So mm-hmm. they had this baby, baby Obed. This baby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And there's this, just this, uh, from Margaret Hess, there's a quote, all rejoiced over little Obed. Ruth would have rejoiced that her heir would carry Malan's name. So Malan was Naomi's son that Ruth married. Mm -hmm. Naomi would rejoice that Elimelech's family line had been revived. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Ruth would also rejoice for Boaz's sake because the child would brighten their home. And she would rejoice for Naomi's sake, who now possessed a line of descent. This baby really took care of a whole lot mm-hmm. right here. It was a really important baby. Boaz would rejoice over the joy and consolation of Ruth and Naomi. Naomi would rejoice that God was no longer dealing with her bitterly, clearly. Yeah. No Remember more Mara. Be, no more Mara. No more Mara. Mara, no more. I'm not sure the better way to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no more Mara. <laughs> Love and delight shine back and forth from person to person and grew brighter by reflection. Mm-hmm. So when I look at that and how this baby really um, almost was like a culmination or a center point or a, the center stone, you know, in the archway or something like that. Just like the one that held everything together. It's like, wow, that's Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's what Jesus right. does for us. And the result of this is this joy that goes back and forth between person to person. Mm-hmm. And we reflect his love. Truly, it's his love that we're reflecting. I just, when I saw this picture of this little baby, I was like, aw, that's what they do. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Well, does anybody have any other thoughts as we finish this up I mean we've I feel like we've pretty thoroughly discussed um Ruth and a lot of the ins and outs and Boaz and Naomi and um any like large impressions or anything that Ruth left for you I I think for me what I learned about was the um there was a question in the homework about like what were the conclusion concluding verses of each chapter and so chapter one was about stepping out and coming back home to God. Mm-hmm. Chapter two is about protection and obedience. Chapter three was about waiting. And that's the one I really needed to hear. That waiting isn't just about getting what I'm looking for. It's about being transformed into the image of Jesus Christ. And that really was a game changer for me, chapter three. But chapter four is about fulfillment, you know what it's like, <clears throat> excuse me, to live in the line of Jesus and live restored. So I, I like just that overall picture. There was a lot to take out of each chapter. Um, for me, I really did like that. And the other piece, I think I just want to put it in here. I think when I came to God, I was like, oh, man, I'm not the one that should be coming here. Like, God, you can't. So many people think that you have to be perfect before you come to God. And the truth is God takes everyone, everyone who comes to him with a sincere heart. There's nothing you've done that can keep you away from God. Nothing you've done. And it's just like dealing with him. It's saying, God, okay, here I am. This is who I am. This is what I'm, I'm doing and making that choice that Ruth did. Naomi, I'm going to serve your God. Naomi, I'm coming with you. And then a part of that is being in community with other Christians people who can help you that are not condemning that are just filled with his word and filled with his love and wanting to care for you. I just see this is such a, such a good story for that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Anybody else have anything for us? I did kind of yap there for a while, didn't I? It was good. It was good. good. Yeah. Let me preach. I just feel the same thing. It's just, you know, God is inviting everyone, mm-hmm. everyone to come to him, to come to know Jesus all through the old and all through the new. It's what you see. Come, whoever, whoever wants to come yeah. on. You know, he's calling us all mm-hmm. he's calling you 
we're just laughing at you because terry is pointing at us pointing at all of us yeah i do think that um you know ruth was a moabitess and she knew how the israelites felt about moab she knew about the enmity that had been there why it was there um and yet she didn't let that stop her from going home with naomi Mm -hmm. and taking responsibility um for caring for Naomi and, and being obedient to her. Um, Cause imagine how intimidating that must've been. Okay. I'm a Moabitess. Now I got to go out in the field because, you know, Naomi told me to and try and get, you know, the leftovers for us so that we don't starve to death. I mean, that I, when I think about that situation, that had to have been a little bit overwhelming and a little bit intimidating. Um, and yet Ruth goes, there's really not any discussion about, Gee, are they going to hate me? Are they going to be mean to me? There's none of that. She just steps out in faith and goes out into that field and lets life unfold from there according to God's plan. Yeah, this is, to me, a story of her doing the next right thing, just doing the next right thing. She didn't have to have it all figured out and all planned. How could she have known she was going to be in the line of Jesus? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Of course not. No way. Yeah. 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 And so I just see this as um, just, just Ruth following Naomi and God. Yeah. Right. And then just doing the next right thing. And so I was like, okay, I'm in the field, but I'm going to be really good at this. Yeah. I'm going to do my very best at this. And so it's, there's a lot of aspects to the story that I really loved. That's a great one. Yeah, it is. Uh, so who well, to- shall I pray for us? Yeah. And uh, close this out for today. All right. Yeah. Father, we're so grateful for the love that you have shown to each one of us and for the love that you have shown to people all through the ages since the very beginning, Father. Um, We thank you that you never give up on us, that it doesn't matter who we are, where we come from. It doesn't matter what nationality or race or religion or anything else. Wherever we start, you don't see that. Jesus is able to penetrate our hearts and bring him and make us a part of your family. And so, Father, we cannot express our gratitude to you for that great love and for your forgiveness and for your mercy. Father, it's been great studying um, about Ruth and Naomi to see their faithfulness and their courage and their willingness to look to you and be obedient to you. Father, I pray that um, it will always serve as a great reminder to us that you can redeem every situation you can redeem our past and, um, and make us into the image of your son. Bring us into the purpose that you have planned for us since the beginning of time. And so, Father, we thank you and praise you and worship you and honor you. You are worthy of all of our praise, Father. And we thank you again for the love that you've shown us in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Yeah. <laughs>